Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On with extended highlights of the second day of the second test between India and England from Chennai, exclusively here on TalkSport 2. Download the Following On podcast from your podcast provider for all the reaction to the day's play as well as exclusive interviews and analysis from our team of experts. We pick up the action on the second morning with Mark Nicholas alongside former England internationals Darren Goff, Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor. Morning everybody and a warm welcome to our coverage of the second day's play. The second test match in Chennai went mainly India's way on the first day. Having won the toss, Virat Kohli was very pleased to bat on what looked like a very dry and and baked pitch. He was clearly dissatisfied with the one in the first test. He wanted to do more from earlier so that you didn't get out of the game if you lost the toss and the team batting England in this case were able to survive. And, And that's what happened in the first test. Joe Root built that fantastic first innings total and from there India played catch up well of course that's now what India want to do to England in this second test I say 300 for six that isn't to say England aren't out of it not by any means in fact pick up four quick wickets this morning and play very well in the first innings who's to say they shouldn't have parity but it's a tough ask Darren Goff is uh, alongside me morning Goffy good morning everyone do you have hope in your heart today um, I do. Um, I put some stuff out on social media. I think me and Matt Pryor were both a little positive on it. 300 for six was a great day's cricket uh, for the watcher, for the listener. Um, but England not out of it yet. Yes, I agree totally what you've said. The pitch, obviously, um, it, it's almost become whoever wins the toss doesn't win the game. Um, I agree with you totally. He wanted it to turn from ball one. So in case India lost the toss, at least his spinners had something to ball two. But 300 is a good score to have on the board, but they'll be hoping for another 100. If they can get another 100, I think it would be very difficult from England going forward. Matt Pryor is also here. And Matt, uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. It's a tough get-up, isn't it? Second day. It is a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're all here, raring to go. Um, You'd need a Darren Goff in your dressing room this morning because you really 
have to make the players believe that this is still possible. This this ongoing sort of cliche a bit about cricket in India, you know, lose the toss, lose the match, haunts the side that loses the toss if they concede 300 on the first day. Yeah, it certainly does. It's a, it is a tough ask and this, this is where you need your, your big players to step up. Um, you know, w- watching the, the pictures that have come through to us so far this morning, you, you sort of, you're looking at the body language of the teams. India very upbeat. You had Kohli talking, sort of drumming the, or beating the drums already. You could see him getting, you, India can tell they're in a very good position, a very strong position. And then you had sort of Silverwood and Root having kind of quite a stern chat. And I think that England will realise the, the, serious the, the seriousness of the situation. 300 runs in a day on this, this wicket is a lot of runs. Um, but it, it certainly wouldn't be from Joe Root. Some, you know, oh, guys, we're too far behind the game. I think, Nico, you're absolutely spot on. If England have a good day today, there is no reason why they can't get back in this game. Particularly a good morning. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So those four quick wickets are, are crucial, are absolutely crucial. But then England are going to have to show some, some great skill against spin because this wicket is difficult. Let's just face facts. It is a difficult wicket to bat on. The Indian batsmen yesterday were fantastic. I think England bowled a bit loosely. We've discussed that already. But England are going to have to show some, some serious skill against India's spin bowlers to get parity. Let's throw it back to yesterday for, to, to tell the story, just as a reminder briefly before we get stuck into day two. Um, uh, England took three wickets in the morning session and very important wickets too. All, all, all batsmen who in their different ways can hurt you. Shubman Gill, a brilliant stroke player. Chedeshwar Pajara, the ultimate defender, the man who keeps you out there day upon day. And then Virat Kohli, amongst the two or three greatest players in the world today. But they couldn't keep Rohit Sharma quiet. Now, was that exclusively because played so well or or didn't we quite turn the screw on him? Well, we didn't bowl brilliant, did we, against him? I thought Ollie Storm were, were excellent at times, uh, showed terrific art and terrific skill. thought Broad does what he does. He puts the ball in the right areas, tried to create some pressure. Moeen Ali, been out of the game for a long time, struggled with consistency on line and length. Uh, Jack Leach was probably the pick of the bowlers, consistent uh, throughout the day, but... The thing about Roy Sharman, and he talks about it, he says he won't let spinners bowl at him. He wants to dictate uh, the tempo. And he did that. And he played some wonderful, wonderful shots. He had a game plan against Moeen Ali. If he was going to bowl that attacking line like an off spinner does, he was going to sweep him. And he swept him most of the day. And then he had to uh, adjust his game plan as the day went on. But Moeen adjusted. But as I said, Moeen just wasn't quite at his best, wasn't it? And I'm not blaming him for it. Same as Don Best the last test. These guys are hardly playing. And as a spinner, you always hear from them, they need to be bowling lots and lots of balls. Good crowd in, plenty of noise. And it will be Jack Leach to bowl over the wicket to Aksha Patel. The first ball's a little bit leg-sidey, which he works off his hip, but there's a man at 45 round the corner there who does the fielding. Well, the interesting thing here, Mark, is British coming around the wicket to the left-hander, which is a surprise. Yes, you'd expect him to bowl over and land it in the rough outside off stump, but uh, he's not doing that. He's bowling around the wicket and very straight, and it's not spinning off the straight. In comes Moen Ali. Bowls a beautiful off break. That's out stumped, I think. Ben Folks is so sure, and so is Aksha Patel. He doesn't even wait for the umpire's decision. He walks drawn into a beautifully flighted off break that spins and bounces and defeats Aksha on every level. Yeah, this is just outstanding from Ben Folks. He had a fantastic day yesterday. 
Watching the re replay now, Axel Patel reaches for the ball, yep. spins uh, sharply, bounces, but he, because yep. he's overbalanced, he falls out of his crease. Ben Folks whips the bells off with ease and speed that you expect from him now. And outstanding bit of work. India now, 301 for seven. Oh, that's a terrible bit of bowling, but he's got a wicket with it. Unbelievable. The softest <laughs> test match wicket, I reckon, I've seen. That is a rank full toss. Ishantama went forward, turned his back to its edge and poked it straight up in the air to short mid-wicket. It's definitely a benefit uh, game. That's under 14. <laughs> the last five minutes in cricket, I mean, what is that? It's an attempted sweep, just looking to just push it around the corner and it's just a leading edge straight to Rory Burge. You'll never get an easier catch. Moeen Ali thinks he's won the lottery this morning. He's rocked up thinking, oh, this could be a long couple of hours. And he, got two he, easy wickets. He might get a six for. It's amazing, isn't it? He's got four here. now. Yep. Fantastic start for England. And how good is it to see Moen Ali? I, I'm a big fan of Moen Ali. I think even yesterday, yes, he would bowled some loose balls. He bowled some full tosses, dragged a few down. He, he was obviously out of match rhythm. But when he gets it right, for me, from the England, the, choice, the pick of the England spinners, he gets the most shape on it. He tries to turn it, gives it a good rip. You kept to him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. When he and, and first, yeah, uh, when he started, and, and um, he, uh, tell us how the ball hits the gloves. So, his big challenge when he first came into Test cricket, he bowled too slowly. So his first thing was he had to get more pace on the ball, um, which is which is usually the, the main challenge coming from counter cricket to international cricket for a spinner is having to get there, vary that pace because if you bowl too slowly in international cricket, these guys are just down the track and whacking you. So he had to put more energy on it and get more pace, but without just bowling flat darts. Um, and he, what, in, what impressed me with Mo was how quickly he adjusted. Thank you. I'm, we will come back to that, but I have to tell you what's happened here because um, <laughs> ruthlessly, Joe Root has taken <laughs> Jack Leach out of the attack and brought himself into the attack. Boom. That's so that we have, <laughs> well, he can bowl it flatter, faster and he can spin it away from Rishabh Pant and I do see the thinking here he thinks a couple of bad overs or, or a couple of overs that Leach bowls okay in the right slot but Rishabh Pant pans over wide mid on a mid wicket for six are unnecessarily costly so here's Root down goes uh, Rishabh Pant and, and blocks him and he's had a big slog at it tries to smack it over square leg this is just why Joe is is bowling and Joe gets it in on a wide angle because he bowls quite low arm. He, he doesn't come over the top. He's he's uh, well, he's not 45, but he, he slings it in there flat and fast. Makes it much harder to slog. Here now, down he comes, down he comes. Has he got it all? Oh, of course he has. I can't believe I asked the question. He's hit it 15, 20 rows back for six. <laughs> Rishabh Pant. Oh, this guy's gold dust, isn't he? He's just brilliant to watch. He's in a situation though now. They wouldn't have expected to come out India and lose two quick wickets in the style they have. But with this guy at the crease, he's very, very dangerous. And this is what he's good at. He got actually nowhere near that, but he just backed his eye, yeah. hit through it. And there it goes. Pretty straight over mid on for a huge six. And it's again, get the sanitizer out. Oh, happy looking Cody. Um, uh, Joe Root's got to get it wider, I think. Oh, it's a full toss. Oh, he hit it straight back at him and threw his hands for four. 
Well, on another day, that might just stick. Of course, he hits the ball very hard, but it was a full toss. These off-spinners for England have got the full tosses going. Last test, Don Best. This test, Moen Ali. Down he comes, and he gets it, steals it. Only just. Moen did him in the flight, really. Kicked out a leg and a bat. Bat gets on it. It rolls into the leg side. It's a tremendous performance again from punt. 50 from 65 balls. Not without alarm, but with great effect here. Lifting the crowd, lifting the dressing room. Suddenly those two wickets in the Moen Alley over are forgotten. Moen in, punt down the pitch, back over Moen's head, and it's way, way, way over long off all the way for six. Stone is going to go in, edge through to uh, wicketkeeper Ben Folks, and Kuldeep's stay is over. Rishabh Pant took a single off the first ball of the over, and from the third, he's feathered it through to the keeper, having been roughed up by the short one. And India have lost their third of the morning, 3.25 for nine. Well, Mohamed Siraj is the man in at number 11. 19 runs in his three previous test matches with a best of 13. And he's got three balls of this over to face. England, two slips, gully, point, leg slip, short leg. Here comes Ollie Stone. He stepped back and carved him over point for four. What a shot that is. Well, that's a way to get off the mark. <laughs> I mean, this young fella's uh, he's only just got back from Australia, so the chin music is something he's, he's been used to for a few uh, weeks-struck months. Surely he's going full ball. Darren Goff is calling it here in the commentary box. He's gone short ball. It's been uh, feathered through, and he is out, caught behind, second ball. So 3.29, all out. Ollie Stone ends up with a three for three for 47 from 15 overs and five balls and Rishabh Pant is left 58 not out from 77 deliveries it was a shortish ball dug in he's tried to uh, guide it over the slips down to third man is uh, Siraj and he's just got a touch on it a feather through to uh, Ben Folks the England wicketkeeper and the innings is done and dusted so 329 Not a bad start to the day for England, with India only adding 29 runs for the final four wickets of their first innings. Every ball of the rest of this test and the rest of the tour of India is exclusively live here on TalkSport 2. Subscribe to the following on podcast for all the reaction to the day's play, which we'll rejoin next as the morning session continues as England's openers head out to the middle. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second test match live from Chennai, only on TalkSport 2. You're listening to extended highlights of day two of the second test between India and England from Chennai, exclusively here on TalkSport 2. For more expert analysis and all the reaction to the day's play, make sure you subscribe to the following on podcast on whichever podcast app you use. England openers Rory Burns and Dom Sibley are at the crease, with the visitors looking to start well after India made 329 in their first innings. Ishant Sharma then, the question is whether Mohamed Siraj will uh, take the second over. Just past 300 wickets in uh, the previous test match. 11 five wicket hauls, one 
10 wicket test match. Tell you what, there's more than 9,000 people in today, I reckon. Just uh, just visually, we haven't had a number yet, but apparently the official crowd figure yesterday was 9,000. I think there's a few more in today. Or maybe they're just making more noise. Or maybe they're all just sitting together. Or maybe they just make up the number anyway. <laughs> yeah, ni nice round number, wasn't it? 9,000. Not bang on. 9,128. <laughs> no, 9,000. This is, uh, this is going to be an incredible first hour's play for England. Rory Burns had a disappointing first test match. He's on strike now. There are three slips and he's struck on the pad. He's an appeal for leg before wicket. It was surely heading down the leg side. He's given him. He's given him. Oh, look. It looked certain to be heading down the leg side. But he had a good long think about it. Did uh, umpire Verenda Sharma. And eventually the finger went up and I'm not surprised that Rory Burns has reviewed this. Don Sibley was shaking his head saying, I, think Mate, I don't think so. I Did don't think that was hitting. Fair delivery. Yeah. is definitely out. trying to go across Burns. Just whether it's straightened enough through the air. I mean, it's... Uh, Mitch Mobile just uh, double-checked the page. As well as... Yeah, uh, my immediate thought was that it was... That it was heading yeah. down the leg Let's side. The bed. No bat, flat line. Remember, it's ball been breaking. given. So, umpire's call will do for Rory Burns. Yeah, ball breaking when you're ready, please. Surely that's missing leg stuff. Back in line. No, it's just, umpire's call. just touching it's leg stump. It's Virenda. just clipping. Stay with your signal. Thank you. So, credit to Verenda Sewag. Third umpire, Anil Chowdhury, can only go with ball tracking. And uh, Rory Burns, disappointing series continues. And Ishant Sharma has wicket number 301. I think I know why the crowd's so excited. That was a world record for the highest innings without an extra, and I think that's really what's got them amped up, not so much the wicket. <laughs> not a single extra. Yeah, the high, that's the highest innings we've ever had without an extra in Test cricket. Goodness me. Here is Ishan Sharma once more, and forward comes Dan Lawrence, nudging it up towards mid-on. In the NFL, they call that sort of stuff scorigami. Origami. Scorigami. Origami's with taper. <laughs> and scorigami is? Weird stuff. weird stuff with numbers, really, that doesn't mean anything, but it sounds nice to say it. <laughs> 329 is the highest score in the history of Test cricket. All 2,490. How many Test matches have there been, Jared? Way more than 2,000. I could tell you that because I was at the 2,000 so I think it's 2,500. Here's Ishant Sharma, and that one beats outside edge. Ishant Sharma tumbles over in his follow-through. Got a bit of pace going at the moment as Ishant Sharma as well. England are naught for one. Dan Lawrence faced three balls, so did Rory Burns. Unfortunately, he was dismissed with his third delivery. And Dan Lawrence just a little bit late on playing at that one. <laughs> Ashwin in again. Oh, turned round the corner, almost carries to Virat Kohli at leg slip. He dived forward and he just couldn't get the fingers underneath that one. 
Here he comes again. He's a very tall man. He's running in very fast. He reaches Greasy Bowls. A good ball at Sibley. Very full outside edge. Shoots down to third man for four. Opening batsmen deserve those. If you've got to play the best fast bowlers in the world with a new nut, day in, day out, if that is your trade, you deserve the odd thick edge flying for four. Sharma again. That's nicely played. And that's too full from Ishan Sharma. And all Sibley did was lean on it. Feet were a bit better. Came right out of the middle of the back through straightish mid-on or widish mid-wicket, whichever you like. And uh, well, other way around, isn't it? Widish mid-on, straightish mid-wicket, actually, and it's four. Three around the bats for Dom Sibley as Ashwin's going to bowl around the wicket to him. It's taken on the pad. They're really appealing for the LBW. Nitin Menon isn't going to be moved on that one. And that is Virat Kohli chirping away. A few nervous smiles here, boys. Not as bad as he's looked when he got his ball knocked out by Moeen Ali, leave him, trying to drive him through the gate. Well, Ashwin has pitched that on about middle stump, and I think it was turning too much if they've reviewed it. Now Dom Sibley goes down on the sweep, it's going to be taken at short leg, but I think it's been ballooned off the pad, however they've reviewed it instantly. Virat Kohli is making the out signal. He's absolutely convinced this will be given wow. as a catch. It's taken off of the pad, and then, as we saw yesterday, what did it brush on the way through? Well, they've gone for a review. He's walking off. He's walking off. He's had enough. Sibley knows. So it pitches, hits the pad. And then goes off oh, the back of yeah. the bat. I can see in the holding the bat. Through. Just give a double check uh, to confirm it. I'll try it. I'll try it. He's yeah, playing the sweep yes. shot. Stand by. The bat is at 90 degrees to the left yeah. of Dom Sibley and it's hit the back of the bat. Well, Virat Kohli was convinced. Absolutely yeah. convinced. And you can see why there. It's a big Stand wicket by. there. Well, we're still officially waiting for Alter Edge. Um, Dom Sibley's over the rope by now, <laughs> which makes it a little bit pointless. But it makes a faster the decision. Waiting. Original decision not out, and he's walked off. And they put the technology on. Go to the on field back, please. Thank you. Nathan, you need to reverse and you can signal out. Well, I'll be. What were the chances of that? England have lost their second wicket. They are 16 for two. Coffee's moved out in the commentary box. Gareth Batty and Matt Pryor are in as we start a new over. And Dan Lawrence will get off the mark. He's pushed Ashwin to uh, mid on, set off very quickly. And he has his uh, first run from 19 deliveries in England, 20 for two. Matt Pryor, Dan Lawrence will feel good about that one. Yeah, happy to get the uh, single. And they say don't judge a wicket until both teams are battered on it. And at the moment, 329 looks like about 1,000 on a normal pitch. <laughs> you, you've judged it after nine overs and one ball of the England innings, happy. Well, it's only getting worse. It's not getting better, this wicket. Let's remember that. Joe Root is going to sweep into the uh, leg side. He's going to get a couple for this as it goes out to uh, wide, long on. 
Um, I can't really describe it any better than that because I can't actually see at the moment because Neil Manthorpe's taking it upon himself to start playing with the lighting in the commentary box. He's nearly blinded all of us. as he's, it's, it's been like a disco for the last five or six seconds there. Have you found a setting you like, Manners? Give us a thumbs up. Yeah, we're happy with this one, mate. Just stick with this one. Gosh, truth. Thought he was taking x-rays for a minute there. Joe Root on strike. And India are going to put the silly point man back in. So it's two slips and a silly point. As Akshara is going to bowl left arm around. And here he comes past the umpire. Root off the back foot. Pushes out on the offside. No run. Yeah, I mean, from an England perspective and how they approach this, it's obviously it is a challenge. But you can, you can take from the Indian batsmen how they played. When they did get in and did get a partnership, the wicket, you could bat on it. Akshari, Jaruta swept into the leg side, top edge, caught it, short backwards square leg, Ashwin takes the catch and Joe Root has been dismissed for a single figure score, he goes for six from 12 deliveries and England are in deep, deep trouble, they're 23 for three here on TalkSport 2. Yeah, as Akash said, all you've got to do really if you've got the pace and you've got the accuracy as a spinner, you've just got to find these pitches uh, you've got to find these places on the pitch. And Aksar Patel, he's found one of those places. This ball angling into middle stump. It's on a good length, the length really that you do sweep. But it's bounced, it's turned, it's hit the top edge of Root's bat. And that is why we're saying it is so difficult to bat. Not done a huge amount wrong. It's the pitch there that's for the, for the doing of Joe Root. There is good bounce and spin from Aksar Patel. And he had the fielding placements right. That is the key to this. He had a 45, he held his nerve, he had the man out on the boundary, he left mid-wicket open with a mid-on, and that is the key to it. Get your fielders in the right place, and when you do get a bit of batsman error, it's going to take the wicket, and caught on the 45 there, quite a simple catch. But uh, Axar Patel on debut, into the game. Big blow for England, Joe Root gone for six. So, slip, leg slip, and a short leg now, change of attack. Oh, and that's taken by short leg! Shubman Gill takes the catch! Dan Lawrence has pushed it to short leg and he's gone for nine and India's terrific morning continues with a fourth wicket. Dan Lawrence, not a great deal he could do about that as it gloved him, as it inside edge, the extra bounce, super catch at short leg. England 39 for four. Yeah, you bang on, man. I don't think Dan Lawrence can do a thing here. This is absolute sweet bowling from Ashwin. He's round the wicket. The angle is going across Dan Lawrence with a bit challenging his outside edge. Pitches about off stump. Hits the massive bit of rough. Spits at him, spins at him. He's done everything right. He's lined it all up. But if you get that one that bounces and spits into the gloves, smart catch at short leg. Lawrence played <laughs> pretty, pretty well there for 50. He did all the right things, but he's actually got that ball in the surface where if your name's on it, your name's on it. And that's just a sweet piece of bowling from the great Ashwin around the wicket, as I say, with that angle. Brings in all dismissals and this one spitting and bouncing and hitting the glove and going to short leg. So after a promising start to the morning, England are now in deep trouble. At lunch, they're 39 for four, 290 runs behind India and fighting to avoid the follow-on, let alone match the host's opening score. 
Download the following on podcast to hear Matt Pryor, Darren Goff and Mark Nicholas's thoughts on the day's play and watch our YouTube show, The Outside Edge, on TalkSport's YouTube page. Now coming up, can Ollie Pope come to the crease and help steady the ship for England? Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second Test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. This is following on bringing you highlights of TalkSport 2's exclusive coverage of day two of the second test between India and England. We rejoin the action in the middle as Ollie Pope comes out to join Ben Stokes at the crease with England deep in trouble on 39 for four. First delivery is uh, punched off the back foot towards the bowler who does his own fielding. So. Really interesting field. I'll get Gareth Buddy to comment, uh, to comment on it in just uh, a second. But So, basically, he's saying to Ben Stokes, you can, you can slog sweep, you can take me on. I've got three men on the boundary for that. And if you defend me, I've got three men round the bats. There's known as an in-out field. That's punched off the back foot and to uh, the covers by Ben Stokes. Super shot, actually. He's played against the spin. It was just short enough to allow him to go onto the back foot and punch it through the offside for a couple. 41 for four. Yeah, the old school saying will be block slog. So if you defend and I bowl a good ball, I'm keeping my catchers in. But you're not just going to get a free swipe uh, to hit me into the into the outfield. 
Um, like Ben Stokes said in the first innings of the first test, it was like it was dangerous in that rough. I had to take him on. I had to take some calculated risk. Brilliant field setting. Here is uh, Patel once again. Stokes, lovely piece of batting again. That's it's counter-attacking in a sense that uh, he's t he's taking a, a calculated risk by stepping away, exposing his stumps and pushing because that's where the gaps are. So he's going to counter-attack by taking lots of singles. Hello, Goffey. Hello, mate. Uh, well, he's got to, hasn't he? I think he's got to take risks here. It's a very difficult situation to be batting in. Uh, 42, is it, for four now? Uh, very, very difficult. And there's going to be fielders around the bat. There's going to be fielders for Ben Stokes on the boundary. But he's got to find a way to keep the score rotating. Ollie Pope's first delivery of the innings. Here is uh, Patel. A little bit of width and he tries to cut and he gets a bottom edge and he chops it down just past his off stump. <laughs> Nervy moment for Ollie Pope in his first delivery. Nervy moment. Akshat Patel gets through his overs quicker than almost anybody that I've ever seen. Here he is once again. Turn and bounce. And Ollie Pope. Well, he's uh, like a, a man playing that with a white stick. He had no idea about that. <laughs> Give him a chance. It turned two foot and bounced over his head. The beautiful piece of bowling from Akshat Patel. Angled into just about off stump. Ollie Pope holds his line. That's the key to it. Hold his line. It wasn't a criticism of Ollie Pope at all. Oh, and that one uh, is played again off the back foot. Much quicker delivery. And uh, Ollie Pope looking to play it through the offside. Struck on the pad outside the line of off stump. I was going to actually, Gareth, does it make it more difficult with Patel? That angle he comes from, wide of the crease, lowish arm, slanted into the right hander. And then he gets that vicious turn. That makes it even harder to play, doesn't it, surely? Yeah, I mean, at the greater degree of angle in towards the stumps, the harder for a batter because you're challenging both edges with that angle. Because he's tall, because he's direct, it's even harder. You've got to be tracking, you've got to pick the line and length so quickly. And the skill is to get middle, middle of the bat, line it up middle of the bat. If it doesn't spin, he's challenging your inside edge. If it does spin, well, in this occasion, he's missing it by two foot. And I think what we said... Pre the break with uh, Matty Price, sometimes you've just got to accept you're going to get done on the outside if the ball's spinning away. And uh, may I just say that uh, the groundsman here is Ashwin again, bowls to Stokes forward playing defensively. Um, the groundsman has had to prepare two pitches, and this one has had to sit in the hot sun for eight days. Um, he's only was only allowed to get his uh, Ashwin again. It's a Karen ball, but it's a little bit too short, and it's pulled away for four. Some relief for England. One delivery, one delivery goes wrong in the, in ten overs for Ashwin, and it's pulled away for four by Ben Stokes. He's up to 16. Here is Akshar Patel, and that one is cut nicely behind square on the offside. Super shot that from Ollie Pope. Just the tiniest little bit of width, and he maximises it by giving himself some room, just enough to cut it past point for four. Here's uh, Patel once again. This one. Pops off the pad and uh, is not caught at leg slip by Virat Kohli. I'm fairly sure it was off the pad. Virat Kohli slaps the ground in frustration, suggesting that was an inside edge onto the pad. I think there might have been a tickle there, Manners. Mm. Really is. Oh. I love it. It's like being up in the West End watching Virat Kohli, isn't it? It's like he's on stage and he's performing for the crowd that's in. Smacking the floor. Should have caught that. That would have been out. Ashwin once more tosses that one up and he's bowled Stokes. He gave it some air. He tossed it up. He doesn't give it air much to Zard Ashwin. And he's done Ben Stokes with a beautiful delivery up above the eye line. He's beaten him for length. 
It's then spun between the bat and pad. Stokes is furious. Crashes his bat into the ground as he makes his way off. England are 52 for five. Oh, Ben Stokes is furious with this. It's a foolish sort of a oh. ball. He's opened himself up. He's almost opened up his right leg as if he wants to access the ball through the leg side. Unfortunately, that's opened up his hips and, and opened up the stumps. And this one crashes into off stump from Ashwin. He'll think he's got a fraction lucky there. It looks like it's brilliant bowling. I think Ben Stokes, from his reaction, he's absolutely furious about how he's gone about trying to access that ball. But again, that, the man, the great Ashwin, that's three. And he's adding to his, uh, his tally of wickets over and over again. Well, it's just absolutely brilliant bowling uh, from me, uh, from uh, Afar Ashwin. Absolutely fantastic, round the wicket, bowling it slanting into the left-hander. He's getting vicious turn. Yes, help from the pitch, obviously, but it turns and bowls him in off stump. It brings Ben Folks to the crease, who kept beautifully in the first two days of this test match. And now he's got an opportunity with the bat. And to be fair, if he bats well, there'll be question marks moving forward this series as whether he keeps his place because the way he kept was sensational you can see why he got his opportunity with Josh Butler obviously rested and, and going back home but it's a, an, an, it's a difficult situation to be coming in when England is staring down the barrel here, 52 for 5 the ball's turning from both ends and you're going to come in and face one of the best spinners in the world ladies good luck and, ladies and gentlemen that you just heard from Darren Goff there was something for which he is not well known. Understatement. He just said it's a difficult situation for Ben Folks to come into bat. <laughs> I didn't want to be too negative on it, man. <laughs> I'm trying to, I try to keep some positivity about the day's play. Cool deep, left arm over. Folks pushes down the pitch. Oh, glorious shot, Ben Folks. That's better than a push. It's going to go all the way to the boundary at mid-off. And Folks goes into double figures. 13 from 37 balls now for the England keeper. Batsman England, 81 for five. Yeah, another outstanding shot from Ben Folks. And again, a feature of this shot is not trying to hit it too hard. It's just a push down the ground. Kildeep going over length a little bit. Bit too full, but Folks equal to it. Pushes it down the ground. Great boundary. England go to 81 for five here on TalkSport 2. And TalkSports, they've just joined us as well. You join us as Ben Folks hits a boundary. England 81 for five. That's a ball from Kuldeep Yadav, another of the Indian spinners, turns down the uh, leg side. Folks stays out of the way of that one. It has been tough sledding for England this morning. Um, they managed to wrap up the Indian tail as they uh, bowled them out for 329. But um, since then, it's been a regular procession of wickets for the uh, home side. Uh, and uh, England 81 for 5. Pope has 18 from 52, looks as comfortable as anyone. Ben Folks there 13 from 38. And it is the wicketkeeper who pushes this one back down the pitch to end the over 81 for 5. Energy from the Indian players, but also from the Indian crowd. Down comes Folks, and he finds the gap at mid on. That is a wonderful stroke. Ease and grace and simplicity making the timing. Mohamed Shiraj into the attack for the first time. Right arm, quick down the leg side, and he's taken. Wow. Oh my goodness me, what a catch. Rishabh Pant with his left hand diving full length down the leg side. And Mohamed Shiraj has got rid of Oli Pope with his very first delivery. And it was a poor one. It was a loosener down the leg side. Oli Pope glancing, 
Rishabh Pant at the second grab, I think, has held on to a one-handed strangle. And England are six down. Ollie Pope has to go. Wow, this is all about the catch. I mean, we've seen some great catches in this series so far. But a bit of a loosener, like you say, from Shiraz. Ollie Pope thinking, oh, I've got something to feed off here. Gets a bit of a feather trying to knock it down to fine leg. Rishan Pant, wow. Should we call him Superman? He's travelled about four metres to take this down the leg side. One-handed with his left hand and caught it in that little bit of webbing that those keepers get. You wouldn't be catching that without the webbing. It's just that little bit. And Matty Pryor's nearly choking on his bacon butties, I said that. That little bit of webbing keeps it in his hand. What a snare from Rishan Pant. And wow. then, as he landed, it squirmed out like a live fish, didn't it? It uh, just squirmed out of the webbing and threatened to escape. Oh, back goes Moen Ali and cuts nicely. And that should get to the boundary for four. No, I don't know. Is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So Moen Ali's off the mark with a lovely, well, a very typical Moen Ali shot. He's a very good cutter of the ball. We wait now for Mohamed Siraj to steam in. To Ben Folks. Oh, yeah, lovely. Beautiful. On drive. Just waited and waited and clipped it like a real old pro. That's, that's the old pro's side there, and he's made it count. Good boundary. Akshar Patel, left arm round to the left-handed Moinelli. It's edged off the keeper's gloves, and Rahane takes the catch on the rebound. It slipped just above the grass. It's a brilliant, brilliant catch. Moinelli walks off, shaking his head. Just a feather of an edge, but it's brilliant work at slip. And England are seven down, 105 on the board. And this is why it is so difficult to play on this wicket. You've got to cover so many bases. Moen Aksar Patel coming round the wicket to the left-hand Moen Ali. He's trying to cover his stumps. He plays straight. He does nothing wrong, really. But the ball just slides. Instead of turning back into him, the ball slides across him, takes the outside edge. Actually hits Richard Pant's uh, left leg. Ashwin, it is an absolute ripper. First ball of the new over, Ollie Stone. He had his hands quite high there. He would have been worried for a moment because it's gripped from about 18 inches outside of off stump, turned and bounced as it explodes through the top again. Oh, hit him on the arm guard. That is an incredible delivery. Ashwin goes in, bolts that one straight, clipped into the onside. Rohit Sharma takes the catch. Ollie Stone's stay at the crease was a brief one, he's walking off, shaking his head. Don't worry, Ollie Stone, better batsman than you have found it difficult on this pitch. England, 106 for eight as Stone goes for a single. Another poor session for England, not good at all. Akash Chopra doesn't think that Virat Kohli will enforce the follow-on if he gets the opportunity, and we'll have to wait and see. The following on podcast rounds up the day's play with expert analysis from the TalkSport 2 commentary team. You can subscribe to that on whichever podcast app you use. We'll see if England can survive the evening session next here on Following On from TalkSport 2. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. listening to following on from TalkSport 2 with exclusive extended highlights of the second day of the second test between India and England. England need 23 more runs to avoid the possibility of the follow-on. We'll head back to the middle in Chennai with Jack Leach, the new batsman. 
Chapatel once more bowls. Leach forward playing defensively out now. No run. Jared Kimber was uh, earlier describing him as uh, kind of low calorie Ravi Jadeja. The war, I, what did I say? The budget or the Walmart Ravi Jadeja. Back and across again, Jack Leach. He, he's a three-in-one cricketer, but just not as good as Jadeja in any of the departments. It was definitely budget was the word, my budget. friend. Was it budget? I, I think he's looked better than budget during this innings. No, no, but when you're saying budget, you're saying budget compared to the, arguably the most valuable player in world cricket right now. You Jadeja, don't want to. There is no other cheap. player like Jadeja out there who, who is a proper frontline bowler and can be bat in the top seven. And he's like one more, of the world's more valuable than Ben Stokes. I think, well, would, is Ben Stokes in, in the world's, say, best 10 batsmen? Uh, Jadeja definitely isn't. Is he in the best 10 bowlers, Jadeja? Mm. That's all I'm saying. Not on every pitch around he the can world. He certainly, certainly have the pitches, yes. He can bowl more overs than, than Stokes. I think where Stokes has him is he can bat in the top six, which I think is an advantage. Here's Ashwin looking for that fifth wicket and a skiddy straight honour. You're going algorithms on me here. I don't understand it all now. Well... The part of the problem with Stokes, and because if you're a seamer, you can only bowl so many overs, whereas Jadeja can bowl all day. Go. Down the wicket comes Folks, pushing it back to the bowler, Ashwin, no run. The last, last three years, Jadeja's averaged, uh, I think, maybe high 30s, low 40s, so roughly around what Ben Stokes has averaged across his career. Now, he's done that at, a, at an easier batting position, a bit further down the order. But if that's the case, I mean, it's, you know, I think if you're comparing them. When do you become the Jacques Callis? Of, uh, of wicketkeeper batting. Down the wicket comes Leach and he's launched it over mid-off for four. That came out of the blue. I was just thinking what's Jack Leach's approach going to be and he's told me. Oh, that's a super shot. Cool. Dances down the wicket. Beautiful footwork. Gets to the pitch of the ball. Hitting it from the roof. He's had a boxside uh, seat for Rushan Pant and he's just copied him. Beautiful shot straight over the top. Full flurry of the bat. Straight down the ground. No apparent risk. Four runs. Ishant's going to switch to bowl round the wicket at Leach. Uh, England have officially avoided the follow-on now, 131 for eight. I didn't make perhaps enough of that because there was no chance of India enforcing the follow-on. That just isn't the way of, of the modern game. Here's uh, Sharma round the wicket. It's out. What a super catch by Rishant Pant. Diving away to his left side. A lovely delivery from Ishant Sharma. Pitched it perfectly, swung it late. Nothing wrong with Jack Leach's forward prod. But the two Indians combining for a moment of cricketing spectacular. Stuart Broad now takes strike to R. Ashwin. And Sweetson is bold. A pretty horrible shot, if we're honest, for a man who has more to his batting than that. England are bowled out for 134. Quite amazing, really, when you consider... We're all fans abroad with the bat, he can change a game, he's got good shots, he's got a good eye. But for some reason, batting at 11, he ends up playing like a number 11. Tried to sweep, a ball that was too full from Ashwin, the genius that is Ashwin, a fantastic performer on Orms, well, Orm and abroad, uh, and England are all out. Uh, disastrous uh, performance from England with a bat, and uh, it's time now. 134 all out of just 59.5 overs and I feel for Ben Folks you know because he showed us a way to play in these conditions I think behind the stumps we saw him uh, perform brilliantly for England and then he's come out and battered with guts determination knowledge and a technique 
to face these top, top Indian spinners. So well done, Ben, folks. But England, a disastrous innings indeed. 134 all out. So they're out in the middle. Uh, they've taken, uh, or rather, Rohit Sharma's taken guard. Uh, Ollie Stone is just organising his socks. And he will take the new ball, brand new ball, in Ollie Stone's hand as he comes in, steams in now. <laughs> Sharma is tucked in behind it and pushes a full-length ball to extra cover. England just with the two slips this time. They had four when the match begun. There's a gully and three in the cover ring. A, a pretty orthodox field, mid-on, mid-wicket, long leg. Just a little bit of shape there from Ollie Stone. Uh, Bob Well, the first innings, picked up three wickets, knocked over the, the last few. Um, pretty impressed with him, uh, actually. And Ben Fox is getting down into his crouch and he's watching Rohit Sharma pull this one into the uh, leg side and over the leg side all the way for six. Ollie Stone decided to test him out with the uh, short ball. There are two men out on the leg side boundary, but they were spectators just like everyone else in the ground. And Rohit Sharma has played another glorious shot. He goes to eight, India ten without loss. It's never good, that, is it, as a fastballer, where you run in quite early on in the innings and the batsman just rocks back and just eases it off his chest. A short ball straight into the fans, into the stadium. Slip and short leg. Rohit Sharma is in behind this one and has punched it through extra cover. And England do not have a sweeper out on the offside. And that is a boundary four from the first ball that Moeen Ali bowls. Minimum of fuss and in India go to 16 without loss. Moeen Ali walks back to his mark for the final time of this over. The fifth of the Indian second innings. They're 17 without loss. And uh, Shubman Gill is coming down the pitch to Moeen Ali and has put him over wide long on for six. Moeen Ali's first over of this second innings has gone for 11, a four and a six and a single. And India, well, they're making mincemeat of the English spinners at the moment. It's 23 without loss here on TalkSport 2. Comes Jack Leach, another over begins with Rohit playing defensively and there's no run, 23 without loss. I'd just like to make a point about India using home ground advantage. There was a time, a very long extended period of time in test history, when people, here's Leach once again, Rohit plays a little lap sweep and plays it rather delicately as well. And uh, he knew exactly where the gap is and it's running away for four. That's beautifully played. We talk a lot about Rohit's uh, savagery and power. It's a very full ball from Jack Leach that's pushed back to him by Shubman Gill. Yeah, the, the, the annoying thing for him was actually he pulls those off 19 out of 20, I'd say, or certainly 9 out of 10. Yeah, I think my point was more it wasn't a completely regulation stump mischance. No, no, spun a, a lot yeah. and bounced. Now that's yeah. very close to LBW. In fact, it's out LBW. Jack Leach has got his man. Forward goes Shubman Gill. It hits him on the pad, but because it held its line, it looks to me like it's going to go on and hit the stumps. He might well review it. Um, what's Rowett saying? It's difficult to be sure. Yep, he's going to review it. Rowett's saying it could well have spun too much, perhaps. Um, but it was a very confident appeal by England, and he looked to be in front of them all. He did, yeah. Very close look regulation LBW, to be honest with you. I think uh, Rohit was sort of gesturing that he thinks it might be sliding down the leg side, but it wasn't so for me. That's yes, bad first. Just confirm with Aldridge, please. Aldridge and Aldridge. Yeah, bad first. Ball tracking when ready. Stand by, hawk one, and big hawk one. 
pitching in line, hitting in line, hitting wickets, go to the on-field umpire, Nitin, you're on screen, stay with your call. Yeah, the original decision then sticks, it's a LBW and really no question about it, hitting middle and leg about halfway up and Shubman Gill goes and there in a nutshell was how hard it is to bat against spin because a number have ripped past his outside edge and then one scurries quite low straight on and hits him on the pad and uh, and you're a goner it's it's trusting bounce and inconsistency of movement that's so very difficult and one has sympathy for the batsman at mowing bowls that's left a look well they appeal for lbw because they don't think a shot's been offered and i don't either really I, i'm a great Rohit fan but i think he's tucked his bat behind his pad and i'll bet this is mighty close if, if they can get a review here on the basis of a shot not being offered it would be worth reviewing because he's gone forward he's kicked it away and then he's tucked the, the bat in behind the pad fascinating so england have reviewed it i think by the look of the umpire um Virenda sharma he's looking up yep original decision no no yes what's going on they've run out of time <laughs> uh tvm back to director Review for leg before. Okay. Fair delivery. Batsman played the shot. Start with the front on, please. Spin vision when you're ready. Oh, well. Ooh. I'm yeah, no sorry, bad. but he hasn't played a shot. But if the umpire's saying he has, he's definitely not out because it's hit him outside the line. Yeah, so, there we go. <laughs> no need, Alraj. Just give me ball tracking. Shot, shot offered, not offered. Offered. Yeah, you just give me ball tracking, no bat involved. Well, you can hear what they're saying. They're saying that the umpire in the middle says a shot was offered. So he isn't going to be out. Pitching outside, impact outside. Thank you. Go to the on-field. Virendar, you're on the screen. Stay with your call. Impact is outside. Well, I, I'll bet there was a misunderstanding. He's staying with his initial call. I, I would think Joe Root might go and see the umpires yeah. after play. I, I think he, that's what he was laughing at at the end because he didn't realise, but he said there was a shot offered. So, yeah, strange one, that. Very, you, very strange. You definitely wouldn't review that if, a shot had been, if you no. knew a shot had been offered. Definitely not. Well, day two started with India batting and ended with India batting, albeit in their second innings. England all out for 134, India 51 for one at the close, with a lead of 249. Well, now you've heard the extended highlights of the second day's play. Listen and subscribe to the following on podcast from TalkSport for all the reaction from Chennai. And watch our YouTube show, The Outside Edge, on TalkSport's YouTube page. We'll be back with exclusive coverage of day three of the second test between India and England from 3.45am on TalkSport 2 tomorrow morning. Exclusive ball-by-ball commentary of the second test match live from Chennai. Only on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. 
With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.